Welcome to the Gamers Inn. Come on in, pull up a chair next to the fire. It looks like you've had a long journey. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me as always is my co-host, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hello. How has everything been going for you this week? Uh, good. It's, it's been, uh, it's weird. It's Monday. Um, I'm usually like playing video games, but now we're going to talk about video games, but it's time just keeps flying. How is it? How has it already been a week? It's crazy. I know. I feel like there were just, um, everything was so crazy last week with the launch of the new consoles and everyone was like all over the place and everyone was like, oh, I got this one. I got that one. Or I got none ones. Oh no. And, uh, I was definitely in the, the final camp there of the, I got none. Oh no. Um, and I mean, oh man. Okay. We need to, uh, before we, we get into what we're playing, I need to just talk about EB games for a second Oh, because, uh, I so I I gave in I caved I was like okay you know what I'm gonna see what I can do maybe I can get an Xbox like I just I I'm it's it's gotten the better of me the FOMO has has overtaken me I need to get an Xbox like I'm not gonna get the PlayStation I have a, a perfectly good reason for getting the PlayStation like kind of this time next year I'm convinced that they're gonna do some sort of collector's edition for Horizon so. You know, I can push that one off no problem because Horizon is like one of my favorite games of all time. I can wait. That purchase is set for whenever that game comes out. But with the Xbox, I'm like, oh, when I plug that thing into a 4K TV, like my 4K TV is not doing anything right now. Like I could just plug that Xbox in. I could get the full 4K value and it would just everything would look so sleek. I'd have all that ray tracing that everyone talks about <laughs> yeah you got any of that ray tracing like yeah like i was like oh guys come on you got i need that i need that sweet sweet ray tracing please <laughs> so uh anyways i i was not able to uh find an xbox and i went on the eb game site uh literally with a link from the xbox site as like the whole find a retailer thing and i guess i happened to do it on the playstation launch day so even though I went to like ebgames.ca slash Xbox, I got this splash screen that said, thank you for your interest in the PlayStation 5. I'm like, that is not what I'm interested in, EB. <laughs> like, I can't, they, it, you could not get onto their site at all in any way, shape or form. And it was so frustrating because I'm like, I just want to find like information about like stock in my area. I want to find like if there's any point in me even contacting stores, but you couldn't even see like a list of the stores. And I was just like, man, you guys are shooting yourself in the foot right now, EB. Yeah, it, it's interesting. So obviously in Canada, we are we are a different sort of stock uh, quantities from the United States. The United States is getting a refresh of their stock for Black Friday. Uh, there has not been a confirmation for Canada yet, although Walmart Canada is like coy on the matter, like stay tuned type thing. Um, personally, the Xbox Series X is probably going to be the one I buy uh, before the PlayStation 5 just due to the Xbox All Access. However, that does limit where I can pick this thing up. I have to pick it up at EB Games and they are probably the worst of all the retailers <laughs> uh to buy a console from just because they have the worst in internet infrastructure for their for their website it always crashes it does not handle these events well uh my amiibo catching days when they were like 
you know, you had to get it in the first five minutes or you didn't get it, that uh, I, I never ordered from EA Games because it just, it would always, it would always disappoint. Now, mind you, if you're looking to buy an Xbox Series X full price, um, you have a lot more options with Best Buy and Amazon, which have been fairly good. Like, when those systems have been available, you load up the page and and it's there. Uh, I think uh, the Xbox Series X had a good chunk of stock, maybe 5,000 units on Best Buy at launch day, and, and they, they survived, I think, 20 minutes, which is not, not a big window unless you're looking for it. So... Um, Right, which I definitely was not. Like, I kind of made up my mind in the days following the launch mm-hmm. where I was like, you know what? I think I would. I'm just going to check. And if I can find one, great, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. it but if I can't find one, I'm not going to be that disappointed. And so I wasn't necessarily like, I'm a little bit disappointed because I'm more disappointed in myself because like, oh, Jocelyn, you could have you could have done this. You could have had a new Xbox. You would have been really happy with it. Like, why? Why do you torture yourself? Like, why do you just try to make yourself feel bad? Like, it's 2020. <laughs> we should be trying to make ourselves feel good. And you just keep trying to make yourself feel bad. And and I don't understand. So uh, anyways, <laughs> like, I, I can I, see it's that more logic. So that, like, yeah, like, I just I just wanted to feel good, Ryan. <laughs> I thought maybe right. the Xbox would make me feel good. And then I got mad at past Jocelyn for her strength and her resilience in the face of a high price tag for a console she didn't really need. But man i'm so mad at her (laughs) well you know what i i don't want to necessarily uh like in your living situation i have a feeling that if you were to go to matt and say like hey i'm thinking i kind of want an xbox series x now you would put your heads together and you're like let's figure this out let's buy one as soon as one goes live ryan probably has some fancy person you can follow on twitter or some discord notification system where you can get immediately notified as soon as stock is in which i do and we can look at that later Uh, you know, but in my living situation where, you know, Ashley is, is not much like she understands that I want to buy one eventually, not necessarily this week. Um, and (laughs) I, I had the opportunity to buy a PlayStation five on the Thursday launch that was after our recording. And in the sense that they did go into stock, I was paying attention at the time. I, I saw the, it on the Amazon page. But um, I said, hey, they're they're in stock. And and Ashley would say, like, yeah, but you're going to buy one, you know, in the spring or whenever more games come out. Right. Like that was and again, <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah, no, that is it the, was plan. the plan. Ashley, you are correct. That was the plan for both of us. Yeah. And she's waiting. not wrong. She's being <laughs> yeah. she is she is actually in the right in saying that you had such a great plan, which was you're going to buy it eventually when it makes sense for yeah. you there as i said last week there are plenty of folks out there who it makes sense to buy on day one especially if you skip the previous generation for that specific platform uh but still you're right jocelyn there is this fomo and there is this idea that but i could be playing these games on a better system and it even goes down to the fact of like i have ps4 games i haven't finished like ghost of Tsushima, which would run and looked beautiful on the ps5 um and and you know you're gonna buy one eventually so like you're think of it as like investing in your gaming future but then i see all these stories about shortage of stock and like waiting for your package like i don't need that stress right now so (laughs) i'm kind of i'm on both sides and i keep flip-flopping and honestly it's it's uh it's giving me a headache I have to like go through all my i haven't even decided whether i want the digital or the physical disc edition because like I have disc games in the in in the living room. I have to go through and 
find out which ones I care about and which ones I'm happy to leave behind. I, I don't know. You have a you have a big decision ahead of you. Whereas I was like, I just want the Xbox. That's that's just it. That's that's my decision. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So I just I wanted to to take a moment and and rant a little bit about how terrible EB Games site is to the point that even when I used a link directly to the Xbox area of the site, it was redirecting me to uh, thanks for your interest in the PlayStation. And I was like, nope, that's nope. (laughs) Not why I was here. Uh, So anyways, I know that um, there will probably be avenues I can take over the next little while to, to get one if I really feel the need, but yeah, man, that just, that website bugged me. Well, anyways, it's probably super petty. And I mean, really, I should not hold it against them. But, you know, I will. So um, before we get into what we've been playing this week, I did did want to remind everybody that we are still continuing our Extra Life 2020 campaign. So you can head on over to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2020 in order to donate to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. We have had an amazing year so far. We still have some more streams coming up. I know, uh, Ryan, you are doing a Fire Emblem Extra Life event on November 28th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern over on twitch.tv slash Ryan Murphy CA. And then uh, you and I are actually going to do a uh, a holiday special mm-hmm. on December 18th as well. Um, so I'm I'm excited about uh, the upcoming streams and again it is bit.ly slash tgi extra life 2020 if you guys would like to donate to a very 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 good cause so ryan what have you been playing i mean we talked about the ps5 and how much greater new things for playstation would be on the new system but um i guess since you only have the playstation 4 pro We'll have to talk about that super old and janky experience instead of the new shiny. So how have you let us down this week? Well, <laughs> I played Spider- this week as if it's a weekly occurrence, <laughs> which, you know, it could very well be. I mean, I've, I'm a big fan of the content we produce, but there might be people out there that's like, man, Ryan really liked Phasmophobia. And I was really hoping he'd hate it. And if they add a Christmas <laughs> update, I, I just I hope they don't. But um. Spider-Man Miles Morales is uh, is a cross-generation game and 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 very much what I would worry about with Horizon if it were a cross-generation game because this is Spider-Man Miles Morales is Spider-Man 2018 with uh it's it's an expansion like it, it is that game but it's been uh, and I'm playing on the PS4 Pro so you, I could be I'm I'm saying this here and you can say no I'm playing it on my PS5 and it very much feels like a like a, a sequel but I think there's a core difference between what you're well, getting. And I mean, before before you go too far mm-hmm. away from that point, that was one of the big confusions around its announcement. It's like even Sony didn't really know if it was going to be like an expansion or a sequel. <laughs> like they yeah. were very confused even internally as to what to call this thing. So I think it's not uh, too surprising that now that you've got your hands on it, you're not sure either. It's. It, I think it's an like in my mind, it's an expansion. It's a very well done expansion. It's awesome. I love playing as Miles Morales. They nailed the character and uh, in in the first game, and they've just you know they've uh, extended that their their handling. They did a lot of like the the training sort of off screen in the DLC for the first game. So when you get into the second game or get into Miles Morales, he is 
still in training, but he's still Spider-Man. But it's early days Spider-Man, so it kind of it's that healthy medium of like you're learning new things as as Miles Morales, but you're also not like you know learning to fly. You know, uh, it, it's it's a good medium. But I mean, I'm not going into this blind. I watched um, IGN is this great sort of tech dive into the differences between Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PS4. PlayStation 4 Pro and the PS5 and they kind of showcase what the PS5 is doing and when you really look at those those experiences and what they compare it very much is a cross-generation game in that on the PS5 you are getting higher fidelity you're getting ray tracing you're getting uh you know cleaner textures more realistic hair but it is not leaps from what you would experience um with a true sequel like if you look at uh i'm trying to think i was gonna say the last of us but that was actually two generate well no it was yeah the last of us on ps3 to the last of us on ps4 huge jump you know even when you look at the p you know the ps3 remaster on the ps4 huge jump because there's that gap in development time they've learned how to use the system so what i'm trying to say is basically that being a cross-generation game i don't think there's a reason to buy a ps5 if you can play this thing play miles morales on a ps4 or even a ps4 pro it is a solid experience they're targeting 30 frames per second across all platforms and i only noticed a slight hiccup when uh so miles morales has these like uh, they call them venom powers but it's really electricity i don't know why they're doing this to themselves by calling it venom when there is you know an enemy called venom in the in the in the maybe not in this specific franchise but like, but in, like the, in the universe, <laughs> it's really weird. And honestly, I'm expecting like a, a stinger at the end of the credits where it's like, you thought that was Venom. This this is Venom. You know, this they'll do, is Venom. <laughs> they'll do something a little better than that. But I think that it's almost like, why? <laughs> why? Why would you do such a thing to yourself? You're you're <laughs> someone's going to have to go home and change really is is uh, is what's happening here. But and honestly i can't tell if i'm like talking myself out of the ps5 experience and i hope i'm not you know disparaging folks who have picked up a ps5 to play this game um but as i said last week like there's really no penalty to buying the game on ps4 because if i happen to decide i'll get a ps5 tomorrow in a in a world where i can do that i can just transfer the game and transfer my save zero cost there's no I mean, not zero cost. I have to buy the PS5, but you know, <laughs> it, there's no barrier, and that's what I love about this 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 transition of of generations of consoles is that it is, for the most part, very pro consumer, and I'm that made my purchase on the PS4 uh, a lot uh, safer to me. Like I f- I felt um, I felt better doing that, and not like oh, I gotta have to buy this game twice. You know, if I happen to just you know convince the right people to buy a ps5 uh but it it is a fun game it runs really well on the ps5 they do have like a performance mode and again that's another sort of clear flag that this is very much a a a cross-generation game because a lot of games that came out on the ps4 had like a performance mode on ps4 pro so avengers had that a little toggle and basically what it does is it trades 4k for um higher frame rate so it locks 60 frames as opposed to 30 and um on the ps5 that drops the ray tracing and i think it gives you dynamic resolution so as opposed to you know hitting 4k most of the time it's kind of bouncing between 
uh, I can't remember. It's all in that tech guide. It's a really interesting watch because you get to see just how well this game runs across this sort of gambit of technology. And they even say, like, even on the base PS4, you are going to have a solid Spider-Man experience. And it's very, very similar in performance as to what you experienced when you played Spider-Man 2018. So if you enjoyed Spider-Man 2018 on your current um, PS4 and you want to check out Miles Morales, there's really no reason to wait. It's a, it's a, uh, it's not a discount experience. Like there's a, I think it's like, I think it's like 65 Canadian. So it's like 50, um, no, 40 American. And uh, so it's a smaller game. It's about a Lost Legacy style expansion. Like they say mm. 12 hours. So it, it's also not a large game. So again, if you're buying a PS5 for this, you're, it's, it's a short, shorter experience than, than what you might be looking for. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm very much enjoying it. I mean, um, Miles Morales has some additional powers. He can, he can camouflage himself. He has his electricity venom attacks and that really mixes things up. Even with traversal, like there's some like jumping mechanics where you can, you know, jump midair with your venom. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Like I, I got to keep going with it, but from a perspective of a PS4, PS4 pro PS5 experience, uh, I, I think you, you know, if you want to play it, like buy it on the platform you have currently and, you know, upgrade to the PS5 later on, maybe hundred percent. it. that's kind of what my thought process is, is I'll, I'll complete the story on the PS4, I'll shelve it, and then I'll kind of come back to it when I eventually pick up the PS5 and I can play some more, like, you know, get the collectibles and do the, you know, uh, ace the combat missions, stuff like that. I, I think that's kind of where my head's at, but we'll see. I, I mean, I am really enjoying it, so I I, I might just 100% it because I am, I am having a blast with uh, with this game. It's it's really well done. Um but uh, it is it is very much an expansion. Like they, I, I'm sure they set up Spider Man Two at the end of this. Like, why wouldn't they? There was a stinger at the end of the first one. Um, <laughs> so I fully expect like a dun dun dun. Tune in next time. Um, I could be completely wrong. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, it is it is more Spider Man, which is exactly what I wanted. I just didn't want to buy a PS Five for it. So I'm glad it works mm-hmm. really well um, on my system, and it's still like. The 2018 game looks so good, so I'm glad they were able to kind of just offer us more of that uh, without having yeah, to wait. Yeah, the, 20, the 2018 version looked so good that I wasn't really sure what they were going to do, but then I'm looking at this like side-by-side side with the you know original Spider-Man versus the Miles Morales game, and I'm like, oh my God, they updated so much. Like there's so many little touches, even like the side-by-side of him, like web slinging through the air. Like he's just doing more movements that make it look more interesting and fluid than just Mm. like kind of hanging there like he does in in the 2018 version. And then like when you see the the buildings uh, with the like glass faces and the reflections in there, it's like it wasn't bad in the 2018 version, but it's like, they tricked your eye almost mm-hmm. to like either see or remember or interpolate interpret. Yeah, no interpolate. No, wait, is that a word? In- interpret? Inter- no, no, no. no. It. It's when you, it's when you like, um, like predict or like insert 
data that's not actually there. I think it's interpolate, but maybe uh, I'm just making up words. Anyways, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, it makes your brain do that <laughs> and like um, fill in the details that aren't necessarily there. Yeah. Um, because like it looks um, like low detailed and almost blurry compared to the Miles Morales uh, version of that like same building sort of thing. Like you can see so much more detail in the reflection. It's little things like that that I'm just like, oh my God, like I didn't realize there was so much room <laughs> to add all of these little details to the game. So, I mean, graphically, it's just, it's absolutely mind blowing. <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks and plays great on my 4K, you know, PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, but I mean, uh, let's not kid ourselves. The definitive the, the definitive edition is on the PS5. Like that's yeah. where you're going to be getting the ray tracing, and if you want the 60 frames per second. Um, and they say like it is it is hard to go back, but there's been discussion on what next gen is, and you know whether developers will. Uh, preference 60 frames or whether they'll whether they'll uh preference uh resolution um mm -hmm. and when it comes right down to it uh i only really experienced 60 frames per second on the console when there was a performance mode so in a couple of years it'll be interesting to see where developers look like are they going to be targeting true 4k at 30 frames or they're going to kind of you know do that dynamic trade-off and lower fidelity for for a quote-unquote performance mode like Performance mode on consoles is what, you know, PC gamers call playing a PC game, right? And I I understand that's where the whole, you know, um, PC is, is greater than consoles conversation comes in. But <laughs> um, right now, you know, it, it is, it, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I mean, obviously the loading, the loading on the PS4 Pro, there's loading. So that's a, that's a big change as well. On the PS5, there's virtually no loading. It's almost seamless. But I mean, the loading isn't that bad. Like I'm used to it now. I think if I were to play this game side by side and swap between the PS4 or Pro and the PS5, you would really notice a difference. But I haven't really broken that glass yet. Like mm -hmm. if I had picked up an Xbox Series X before the PS5 and had like Assassin's Creed Valhalla running on, you know, jumping between those two experiences, I would probably start to recognize like, okay, I see where you know, the, the, the better consoles are kind of maybe the way to play this. Like maybe I should wait, but honestly, it really just feels like more Spider-Man 2018, which I, I crave, I wanted it. And I was, I was really bummed when I finished that DLC, uh, December yeah. of 2018. <laughs> I was like, ah, we're gonna have to wait five years for another experience in this, in this world. And, um, this is very much, it's the same map. It's the same environments. They've, uh, they've, kind of transported it. it's during the christmas season so there's snow on the ground and there are like snow flurries and stuff so there's a lot of that you know that changes things uh somewhat. Ah, the particles <laughs> yes so they've got some particles in there and i think they've done some work to uh to upgrade the game and engine on the ps4 pro as opposed to just saving all the bells and whistles for the ps5 but um yeah i think i think if you want to jump in and check it out on your ps4 whether you have a pro or a a a launch version that that tech sort of video i'll link it in the show notes will give you a good idea of what to expect and and really when they put it all side by side by side like there is there are slight differences but but not to the point where you you might want to go out and and drop 
you know, $800 on a new system. You might as well use what you've yeah, got. The PS4, just like the stock PS4 version looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, it obviously you could tell that it was kind of behind technology wise, but I mean, it didn't look terrible. It didn't look bad. Like I'm sure it still stands up. Um, I would more be worried just about loading screens and stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I really do think like if you if you enjoyed and um, were not upset by sort of the the technical uh, stuff in Spider-Man 2018, like if you had a good time, I think Miles Morales is going to be very similar. And they have tightened up a lot of the issues. Some of the issues in Spider-Man 2018 were the, you know, the random crimes and the repeatable sort of uh, side quests and stuff they would kind of get long on the tooth and and they were tied to like progression and achievements and stuff. So you had to do like, I think it was like a hundred crimes for one of the trophies. And that got quite old in, in miles Morales, like your friend, I think his name, I don't, I can't remember his name, but your friend who knows your Spider-Man. This is the thing I don't like. Like the one thing I don't like about miles Morales is he seems to let everybody know he's (laughs) Spider-Man like that. That is probably like he hasn't learned that lesson yet. And maybe I'm coming to that story chapter where he does learn that lesson. But um, he's just letting everyone in on the secret. He's not very good at hiding <laughs> it. Uh, so I'm actually surprised there was a story mission. He, he played it pretty coy. He's like, oh, you're not going to tell her you're Spider-Man. That's uh, he, yeah, good for you. Um, <laughs> or you're not even going to tip your hat. I guess he learned his lesson when someone was like, hey, yeah, I know you. You're Miles Morales. It's like, oh, no, I'm Sparta Brown. It's like, ah, OK, too late now, bud. Um, but, uh, uh, there, there, your friend like develops this app and you can, you know, open it up whenever you want and it'll show you, you can start, it'll show you like, uh, crimes that are happening. So you can kind of, you can go do a specific crime if you want for progression or whatever. And then other stuff is like, there are side quests and then there are, uh, the repeatable stuff. So like, oh, someone's jamming my satellite communications or whatever. And you can go sort that out. And it's all within this app and from the premise of like, oh, we've set up this app so that New Yorkers can specifically request Spider-Man's assistance. And I thought that was a much cooler way of doing it because if you want to just roam around and help people out, you can do that through the app. And it is satisfying if you want to get a quick swing in. But if you want to just focus on story, you don't feel bad kind of passing by those collectibles or or the random crime that goes on because you you've already done your your due diligence for the day your, your good deed for the day yeah like i already got my activity tokens by stopping that carjacking i'm fine i'm fine i, I gotta go meet someone for wow coffee. i know i'm wow. a bad spider-man i i'm probably You're a terrible spider-man yeah yeah and you know uh it's it's just a really fun game i'm really glad i'm i i decided to i'm really glad they put it out on ps4 a lot of people were telling me like no there's no way it doesn't come out on ps4 but like right up until september PlayStation was looking like they were moving on, like PS5 all the way, and then just out of nowhere, it's like, nah, it's coming to PS4. We were just, we were just seeing how much we can make you sweat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 like I said, check out the tech video if you have a, a launch PS4. There's no harm in kind of picking this one up if you've been tempted, because uh, you can easily jump to the to the next generation. If you are thinking of buying a PS5 and you're thinking of waiting, um, there's no harm in buying it because you just you automatically get the PS5 version by purchasing uh, this one so that you you don't lose anything. The only thing you gain is some extra money in the bank by not buying a PS5. If, right. if you want to look at the positive <laughs> here, I guess. 
Well, and speaking of games for next gen that are kind of straddling across both, um, I was going to play uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the show this week, but I'm going to actually be covering that next week because uh, since I didn't get a next gen console, as we were talking about uh, off the top of the show, um, I ended up getting the uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla title over on PC, which involved going into the Epic Game Store. And when I got to the Epic Game Store, I was like, oh, I didn't even know this game had come out. Guys, I got bug snacks. Mm, we're going to be talking about bug <laughs> snacks. We are talking about bug snacks because as soon as I realized it was out, I was like, you know what? I would rather play this than Assassin's Creed. I'm so excited for this adorable looking game. And Ryan... I was not disappointed. <laughs> uh, this is a game. I remember when they they uh, they showed the trailer. So Bug Snacks is available right now if you're a PS uh, Plus subscriber, but and it's free if it, only the PS5 version. The PS4 version isn't free. So I've like added the PS5 version to my collection. So I will be playing Bug Snacks probably when I when I get a PS5 because I've already got it waiting. Um, but I remember showing the trailer to the kids and they were just they loved it and they want to play this game they were a little freaked out near the end when like the weird you know hamburger monster showed up but for the most part they enjoyed <laughs> the whimsy of eating live creatures and then turning into them so i'm i'm genuinely i'm really curious about this game because i i don't know i don't know it's it just seems so magical but also so confusing <laughs> which is a really really good way of describing it actually so uh you play first of all you play in first person which mm. I wasn't really expecting because um, you're right with the trailer that they showed off. It very much looked like you got to turn into this stuff, but basically it's like you go out and capture the bug snacks and then you feed them to the villagers. And quite early on, you end up with the ability to um, like... <sighs> tell which appendage on a villager is going to turn into what so you can like feed a villager a hot dog bug snack and then say i want that to be like your left foot <laughs> and then they'll have a hot dog foot <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh yeah like but you yourself at least as far as i've i've uh, progressed so far you're not changing your appearance. You're changing the appearance of the Islanders. And it has a fairly um, like simple, like it's, it's a, I think I paid $30 for it. It's, it's quite a, it's quite a cheap title. It doesn't have a triple A AAA price tag on it at all, but it kind of reminds me very much of like, um, just like Pokemon. Like mm. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of these little wild creatures. You scan them with your, um, I think it's just called like a snack scanner or something like that. Of course it was. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Uh, so you just like scan them with your scanner and then um, you get information about how you might be able to catch them because you can't catch every bug the same way. And then uh, there's different bug snacks in different areas and they like you just kind of collect them all and they fill up your journal. And if you actually capture them, because like if you scan them, they'll go, uh, an entry will go in your journal, but you also have inventory slots so you can actually catch them. And then you can go back and, and feed them to the villagers and stuff. And you're basically trying to, um, the, the founder of the village, you're a journalist, the founder of the village was like, oh my God, we've discovered this thing that if you eat it, it like turns your limbs into those things. Uh, this is super cool. The world needs to know. 
But when you arrive, she's missing. So everyone has kind of um, scattered in her absence to try to like make their way on their own on the island sort of thing. So you're trying to basically uh, bring everybody back to the town and figure out what happened to this woman and, and, and bring her back and, and bring everybody back together around the idea of bug snacks. And it's actually, it's kind of funny because like there's one, there's some people that are like, of course we eat them. They're adorable and delicious. And then there's like <laughs> another faction in the town that's like, but they're alive. You can't eat them. And there's like these like warring factions of these, they're called grumpuses. <laughs> that's what these little characters are that are like, no, they're alive and I want to eat them anyway. And like, it just, oh my God. It's, it's just, it's this charming, fun game. That it does, it reminds me a lot of Pokemon, um, both like the just collecting all of them, like in a, in the more recent Pokemon games, but also like a little bit of Pokemon Snap because you can kind of like just scan them without, um, like actually capturing them. And then there's also this like weird, um, like mini or like cosmetic mini game, I guess. Because <laughs> like you can be like, hey, I found a bug snack that looks like a pineapple. Here, eat the pineapple and now you're gonna have pineapple head. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weirdly charming, but also very confusing. <laughs> yeah. It I mean, this is it's not surprising that this game is is weird and confusing. I mean, this is from the same developers, uh Young Horse that uh that did Octodad, which was also weird and confusing. Like you're an octopus and no one seems to question the fact that you are an octopus uh, and you have a family of, of perfectly normal human beings, like no tentacles to be found. Um, <laughs> and, and when bugs, like, it's was... charming though. Like right. it's not like, it's not just weird and confusing. Okay. Like, it's weird and confusing, but also in a very lovely, charming way that I'm really enjoying. And it's also a very, fun and colorful game because they do the Pokemon thing too, where they like all have ridiculous names and they say their own names. So there's like, there's one little thing that almost looks like a, like a little Ram or something, uh, but it's a burger and they're called, Oh my God, what are they called? They're like, um, bungers. And he just like kind of waddles along and he's like, bunger, 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 bunger. I'm like, oh my God, you're so perfect and I love you. Oh, okay. So they do, they do the Pokemon thing where they say they their the name. They do the Pokemon thing where they say their own name. Yeah. That sounds, again, like this sounds like the perfect game to play with. They would love play with my kids. They would love it. And uh, I mean, I guess it wouldn't hurt. Like I was thinking of picking it up. It wouldn't hurt to buy it, even if I have a PS5 version sitting there waiting. Um, it's only twenty five dollars Canadian on the Epic Game Store. I guess it's a 50, it's fifteen yeah, percent off the launch, cheap. so it's not. Yeah, I don't know why it's on sale already, but yeah, I kind of looked at it and I was like, um, I was excited about this from that wacky, wild, weird trailer that we saw earlier on in the PlayStation event, but um also now it's on my pc and it's super cheap um i'm in because i thought this was going to be like an 80 dollar game so the fact that you're giving it to me for 25 like yes i will take this thank you very much <laughs> yeah i'm trying to see if it's also on sale i mean i'd be more likely to play it on the ps4 with the kids as opposed to oh i guess wait if you buy it you get so bug snacks ps4 and ps so if you buy it on ps4 you get the ps5 version but if you have PlayStation Plus, you'd get just that is 
see again we were talking about like pro-consumer decisions and i think if you're if i think (laughs) if you're playstation and you're gonna make bug snacks part of your playstation plus free games you give both versions like you don't they've clearly separated the SKUs here so that they could give one away but if you buy the ps4 version you have that upgrade that free upgrade path that's great but if you're giving it away for free to only people who buy a ps5 that's a little weird that that's yeah that doesn't jive with me i i don't yeah uh, you're paying more for the older version it should be like buy the ps5 version and get the ps4 version for free (laughs) well i i mean i understand the logic of buying the ps4 version and having that upgrade path but what i don't understand is they've 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 set up a skew just for the ps5 where you can buy it on the ps5 and uh and just theoretically just so that they have a way to give you that for free and not give you the ps4 version like it's a little it's a little weird like it goes back to like on pc like oh yeah uh, we're gonna give the way this game on steam but it'll only run on windows 10 not windows 7 not that anyone's mm-hmm. still on windows 7 but you know <laughs> that's kind of the closest thing. it's all windows it's all pc and I, and I think that's kind of where we're getting at with um these new this next generation of consoles is that like your xbox is your xbox your playstation is your playstation we still have those sort of separate entities however like for the next six months to a year the ps4 and ps5 will have similar experiences there's still some exclusives but i don't i mean i understand from the the standpoint of like okay we want we want to reward our early adopters give you something you know to play on launch day so theoretically if you're a ps plus subscriber you're getting all that ps4 It, it goes back to the ps4 collection as well like that if you're a ps plus subscriber you can access this collection of games, but it's only accessible on the PS5. But if you add it to your account on the PS5, it's then also on your account for the PS4. But the only way to add it to your account is to navigate through a PS4. It's just yeah, like, all... like it just, it's very odd and convoluted. And yeah, I get it. It's there to reward, you know, the early adopters and, and the people who have, you know, upgraded. I get that. It's an important thing. It's an expensive console. So they have to like sweeten the pot a little bit. Uh, but but back to bugs next. I think like yeah, you're playing it on PC. That's probably the right choice. Um, is it? Uh, so there were some moments in that trailer where, that were a little creepy. Are you getting that creepy, um, scary vibe? Because I know like the kids are very upset about the the monster hamburger thing that was coming for us. Um, I haven't really hit any like monstrous things yet. Um, I guess that's not entirely true because like right off the very beginning when you're kind of like flying in you're in this like airship sort of thing it like looks like a pirate ship but it's hanging from a hot air balloon anyways doesn't really matter um and you get kind of like knocked out of the sky by this like giant flying pterodactyl almost looking thing made out of pizza so um that was i could see if i was a little kid that moment would be a little bit scary but then after that it's been pretty much like hunky dory now i've only explored like like i said i got it this afternoon i've only explored about four or five areas and the areas that you explore are quite small um so i've probably done about a quarter of the island and i've only met like or five like villagers and stuff because you basically have to like go out to all the different areas 
meet the villager in that area and then get quests from them to kind of convince them to come back to the town. So, so far I've convinced um, a farmer, a rancher, um, a pop star, a socialite, um, <laughs> all to, oh, and the mayor and the mayor uh, to come back to the town and like rebuild sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's very much, um, it's a very quick thing. Like the rancher was like, oh no, my bug snacks. Cause he's the guy that doesn't eat them. He's like, no, they're my friends and family or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, they've gone missing. I can't go back to town without them. So you have to like go around the beach zone and try to like locate all of his little bug friends. And then you have to like catch them and bring them back to the, bring them back to him. And then he's like, oh, thanks for finding them. All right, I'll, I'll see you in town. I can go back now. Everything's great. So um, like it's small tasks like that. It's not a um, like a super complicated story um, and nothing so far has been super scary. But like I say, I'm still super early on in the game. I've probably only played like two to three hours. And it's like you said, a $25 Canadian title. Um, I'm not. 100% sure like how much gameplay we're actually looking at. I would say it's probably about a 10-hour experience if I had to guess based on how much area I've covered on the map right now and like how many snacks I've found and stuff and and how far I feel like I am into the story. So I think it's probably about a 10-hour experience and uh I'm still very much in the beginning stages, so it might get scarier later on cuz I definitely haven't seen anything that would like you don't fight like you don't have like a health bar or anything you just like go on the quest to like find and complete your collection it's it's not like um like you're never in peril sort of thing and i don't know if that again if that changes later on but so far i've gone through a few different zones and like nothing really bad happens to you like some of the little bug snacks are mischievous and like they'll um they'll like grab your traps and then like fly away with them and you have to like catch them and stuff like but nothing's ever hurting you. So I don't know if that changes or if you have to just like run away and hide from bosses or something. I don't know, but hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I, there's also this thing where I think with games like this you can do the portions that you know the kids will enjoy and and won't give them nightmares uh and then when you know you're coming to a point where oh let's look over here let's go do something else i i've i've uh you know that or like working your way through it because again like these are still i feel like it would be very telegraphed um mm -hmm. like i say with the exception of your airship getting knocked out of the sky like right at the very beginning which even i wasn't prepared for because you're kind of just like do 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 like two seconds into the game and then it's like whap oh my god we're falling you know like it was pretty uh out of nowhere um so but other than that i feel like it's it would probably be very uh obvious as soon as you went into a new zone of like oh this is getting creepy or this is getting dark or whatever so yeah and and speaking of like creepy and dark um there's also a day night cycle which oh. again very pokemon-y and it also is giving me like majora's mask um like zelda vibes because like i just completed a quest that's like the socialite gossip girl was like oh man i really want to know what wampus is doing between like 10 p.m and 1 a.m can you just go and tail him and see what he's up to so it's like there's a very specific like time during the day 
when certain uh, bug snacks are available to be either um, scanned or caught. And also the townspeople are doing different things and are in different places at different times of the day. So there's some little like puzzly kind of quests like that as well. Interesting. No, I mean, it sounds really cool. Um, I've, I've heard it kind of compared. It's a fun little game. Yeah, I, I've heard it compared to Pokemon Snap a little bit as well, because it's more like of a, a, a um, not a, really an active Pokemon experience, but more of like a passive. Like you're trying to trap these snacks and um, feed them <laughs> to people. I don't know. Yeah, and you feed them to the townspeople. Yeah, <laughs> I, it and that's fun. kind of the cause. That's kind of the cosmetic side of the game, right? Like you never really have to capture the snacks, other than like. Uh, when you when you first come across the mayor, he's in a real bad way, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm starving in the wilderness. I'm dying. I'm not gonna make it." And then you like feed him a couple of strawberries, and he's like, "Oh, I'm good, thanks." <laughs> and also now my arms and legs are strawberries. <laughs> like it just it's yeah. If that's your um, jam, so, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta oh, see what you did there. I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, in some cases, uh, in order to um, like help the villagers, you have to capture and feed them snacks. But sometimes you have to capture them like with the rancher, you had to capture them and bring them to a specific spot. Um, but yeah, it's never really like there's no battling. Like it's not like I have a strawberry, you have a raspberry. Now we fight each other. Like, it's not that kind of Pokemon. It's more of like a, oh, hey, over there is the rare, like, sweet fly or something <laughs> that's made out of, like, lollipops. <laughs> and uh, you kind of, like, scan it with your little bug snack scanner thing, and then he's in your journal, and then if you want, you're done with them. Like, yeah. So, mm. it's, I, I don't know. I'm really enjoying the experience so far. I'm I was going to say I'm pleasantly surprised, but I thought this was going to be a fun little experience and it's turning out to be a fun little little experience. So I think um, if you have like if you're not totally adverse to going on the Epic Game Store, it is available over there. It's on sale right now. Like Ryan said, you can also get it over on the PS4 or the PS5. If you have PlayStation Plus, you can get it on the PS5 for free. So, yeah, I do. I recommend checking it out. I'm having a really good time. I'm sure if I had kids that they would also have a really good time with this, like kind of regardless of age, it very much has like, um, I don't, it's, it's kind of like, uh, a lot of animated movies now where it's like, yeah, they're made for kids, but there's a lot of little bits that are there for the adults too. So it doesn't feel too kiddy. There's a lot of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like innuendo type stuff. That's kind of like hidden in there it has those elements as well. So, I mean, I'm having a really good time. I think it's a cool little story. You're kind of trying to bring this community back together as well as solve a mystery. So that's always going to appeal to me. Like I want to know what happened to the founder of the town and where she might've gone. So yeah, I mean, overall I'm, I'm having a really good time. I do recommend this one. This is really fun, especially for the price tag. It's, it's really good. Yeah. No, and it's exclusive to the uh, Epic Game Store. So if you want it on PC, yes, you yeah. get it there. So <laughs> you do have to get it there. So yeah. sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, well, I'm. Are I we over it? it but I think we're over it. I'm over it. <laughs> I hope people are over it because I mean, you got a lot of apps that run stuff on your PC. Uh, so 
I I don't know. I get it. Some people don't like Epic. <laughs> Ryan does cybersecurity. <laughs> well, no, I just I think when you look at what Epic's offering, um, they have two-factor authentication from a security standpoint. So um, it's uh, it's not as it's not as great as security as Steam. I think Steam has like a specific app, like the Steam app acts as like the two-factor. But um, yeah, no, I I think Epic Game Store is fine. I think it's not Origin. So like, there's always there's always a worse there's one. always somebody who's worse yeah, yeah. unless you're origin so yeah <laughs> all right guys if you do enjoy the content we produce you can head on over to patreon.com slash the gamers in to support the show uh we have one real quick news story for you this week about a capcom leak that has revealed a Resident Evil 4 remake, a new shooter, and some more. So um, first and foremost, obviously, Ryan, you are the Resident Evil guru on this show. Um, how old is Resident Evil 4? I so, feel like it's not that far, like, it shouldn't be remake time yet. <laughs> like, well, it's not oh, that old. <laughs> but you're talking about is Resident it? Evil 4? Resident Evil 4 was yeah. a GameCube game. Like, it's... Was it's it? Been, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, what Resident Evil are we up to now? eight eight is coming out in april supposedly according to these i don't uh, know why i had it in my head that five was the next one so i thought they were like remaking the one that just came out i was like whoa wait what <laughs> but never mind if it was if it was from back in the gamecube days then never mind <laughs> yeah and i i think what's important to mention at the top of this new story which i think some outlets have done a good job and others haven't um this game informer story actually all of them i found were kind of like they mentioned the reason these leaks have happened so essentially what happened is that capcom has experienced a massive privacy breach um that uh targeted their you know specific systems but it basically allowed them allowed these hackers to get a hold of a lot of personal employee and um company sensitive information and they're they're doing like this ransomware attack. So essentially they're holding this this data hostage. And again, I'm not a cybersecurity expert, so I'm someone <laughs> As will... I think you proved with the epic conversation a moment ago. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was fine. I covered myself. It there. feels fine. If, it's <laughs> anyways, so basically what's happening here is I'm I my understanding of a ransomware attack is the hackers have gotten th- this information and they ask to be paid. And if they don't get paid, they release this information. And and some of this is like Past and previous employees has been released, private information, uh, but also company secrets, including the fact that uh, you mentioned Resident Evil 4 VR for Oculus Rift, um, a launch window or a planned launch for Resident Evil Village, which is Resident Evil 8. That's going to be supposedly targeting an April 2021 release. Um, Which really wouldn't be that surprising, right? Because this is the Resident Evil that was um, shown off at the PlayStation event, right? Or the Xbox, something in the spring or in the summer um, taking place in place of E3, right? Yeah. I remember the Village trailer. It was part of the PlayStation 5 announcement. Right. So, which makes me think like, if you're going to be part of the PlayStation five announcement, you're probably coming earlier than later in 2021. Like this, this release date doesn't surprise me at all. Or, um, I guess this non announcement, this leaked release date sounds right on track for what I would have assumed. 
Now, now that being said, uh, further on in the story, they do say a lot of these documents date back to 2018, pre-global pandemic. So right. the pandemic <laughs> might have affected some of those dates. However, I uh, some companies have been fine to keep on trucking. Others have struggled with the work from home uh, mandate. I know Halo Infinite was one of those games that that struggled uh, and and saw a delay. But it's it's really unfortunate in my mind when this you know this is an outcome from some sort of hack or something where we're getting mm. this information that is probably out of date um some of these games could have even been canceled like the fact like a resident evil 4 vr game like how does that even work like it could have even just been an experiment and and they happen to get uh a hold of this information but there's there's a lot here they even detail some of like the financial agreements between like sony and capcom when it came to resident evil 7 like there's some business stuff in there but from a from a from a video game news perspective dates for i think resident evil village is is the biggest sort of reveal here um Mm -hmm. capcom has really favored that early year window uh resident evil 2 and 3 remake both came out around the february you know time january february time frame which has worked really well for them um so it'll be interesting i hope they hit that i i think you know resident evil 7 was the first person version of resident evil and resident evil 8 is a continuation of that um which i find makes it scarier <laughs> so <laughs> even though i really enjoyed 2 and 3 remake i'm hesitant i have not finished seven and i'm hesitant to pick up the eighth one because it's like i don't know something about it being first person makes it scarier because you don't oh 100 percent 100 percent yeah because you're not seeing like everything you can't swivel the camera because when you swivel the camera you're looking and so you only see uh like a, a small portion of of the 360 view um but that yeah no it. dude i am right there with you first person horror games are the worst like third person is bad enough but first person oh my god no i think we played one of those and it was it was it was not it was not a good experience yeah it was not great (laughs) it was not great uh another little tidbit i just saw here um resident evil village is maybe going to have a multiplayer mode (laughs) and jocelyn if you haven't read this far i'll give you three guesses and the first two don't count what is this multiplayer mode can you guess uh, is it like Dead by Daylight? <laughs> no, it's like a battle royale. But they already oh, did the Dead by Daylight riff, okay. and it did it did not <laughs> land. Um, no, <laughs> it was I think Resident Evil Resistance. It came with Resident Evil Three, and it really felt like I would rather pay less to not have this included. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like you can install it separately, so it's not like it's taking up hard drive safe just by installing Resident Evil Three. But like, yeah, it's uh, it's not great. Go play Dead by Daylight, honestly. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. If you guys have feedback or thoughts on anything we talked about this week, email the show at info at or hit us up in our Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can also find us on Twitter. You can find me, Jocelyn at Joss Plays, Ryan is at R. Murphy, and don't forget to follow the show at The Gamers Inn. Thanks for staying at The Gamers Inn. Remember, tune in next week. Bye, everybody. You have to eat them raw or they turn to mush. Oh, God. That's the worst detail. So you have to. Well, ah. Oh. That's not good.